Okay, so this one's going to be a bit more serious than most of our podcasts. Hi, Lily. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. Okay, before we dive too deep in some serious conversation, though, we have to do the FastCon ad. And while we... Last week's ad with the, the Leprechaun Pirate was really, really hard to beat. So we're just not even going to try to beat that one because I don't think it can be beat. I, I just don't think it can Although there is, has at least been one request for her to just do it again. I'm going to count that as what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's definitely what I said. Keep your eyes out for Leprechaun Pirate FastCon ad revisited. Coming coming soon. Okay, Kylie. (laughs) FastCon ad. You have to say the words in reverse order. Fast slash impact defense. 16th and 15th October. Training, defense, self, abduction, family, (laughs) con fast, yeah. So, uh, early bird special until August 31st. First 30 October, or August, first 30 August. In case you didn't quite catch that, it's impactdefense.online slash fast for your early bird special. Fast slash impact defense. Yeah. Defense and you forgot impact. the online and all that. Anyway. Yeah. So. I forgot that, but I was just trying to focus on getting it backwards. Oh. All right. So, like I said, the, the subject today is going to be a little more uh, serious, actually a lot more serious. Uh, we're going to talk about active shooter and what you can do if you find yourself in that situation. Um, as... What's been normal lately? Uh, JD is going to start us off with a story. Well, I guess this is the news portion of our podcast with your host, me. So, <laughs> this story comes from to us from Seattle um, at Seattle Pacific University, a small Christian school. Um, a 26-year-old gunman opened fire on the campus. And a student building monitor named John Meese, I, I think that's how you say it, M-E-I-S. Well, basically, a building monitor named John, who is a student, he carries pepper spray while on duty as the building monitor, uh, sprayed the gunman with the pepper spray, keeping him from reloading, and he and several other unarmed students jumped him, stopping him from killing anyone else. The suggested thing for uh, active shooters is run, hide, fight. And honestly, when we go around and we teach, depending on who we're teaching, if we're teaching individuals, uh, we do a little bit of run, hide. uh, But the majority of what we're teaching is fight because we have people in-house right here and we're explaining things to them and helping them through this. 
In this instance, this is more talking, so we're going to kind of focus a little more on the run and hide, uh, and we're going to talk about the like the lockdown procedures and stuff like that. So sometimes lockdowns work, sometimes they don't. And I don't like those as much as some of the other ideas. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. But that is kind of a, that is one of the ways that some people do it, is just hide and pray and hope for the best. Okay. And obviously, we're going to hope and pray that they never, ever, ever come to play. Um, so let's run through these, and then we'll kind of address that as we go. Run. How do you run? With your legs. This is true. Uh, but also, like, do you just run in any direction? I mean, what, we, what are you trying to do? What's your accomp- what are you trying to accomplish when you run? To get away. Yeah. The first goal is to, if you can run at an opportunity where you're maybe in their blind spot or something like that, to where you can get to a location without them necessarily seeing the location you've gotten to, yeah, that's that's the first step. If you have the opportunity to do that, you can. But if you don't, then you try, want to try and run straight to somewhere with cover. So cover being not just concealment, not just something that hides your body, but something that can actually stop a projectile yeah that goes through like a heavy metal table something like that um you also don't want to run in a straight line away from them um so you don't want if they're facing you you don't want to be in the same line the entire time right um a good a good way to do that is to find like 45 degree angle to run on just so that you're getting further away but also moving to the side yeah. at the same time um, because it makes it harder to land a shot it does or across even if you have to just run straight across run straight across one of the things that we want to think about in this situation but fast <laughs> yes exactly you have two different types of active shooter situations uh, one is an immediate event where somebody just like there's a huge group uh, let's say we do a lot of stuff with churches so let's say you're sitting in a church and all of a sudden somebody stands up in the middle of the church and starts shooting that happened in Texas uh, not that long ago uh, so you have a situation like that you have a situation where you're in a building and when we were talking about when we did that walkthrough for that corporation where if you are in one area and you hear it coming so you're you're in one area and you can hear them getting closer and closer so that's more progressive so you have an immediate threat and a progressive type of threat with the active shooter. Um, if I have, if it's progressive, it's easier because we see them, we know that they're coming and we can make a line and get out of there. I said, right, I'm sorry. When it's progressive, it's easier because we know that they're coming and we can get out of there in the opposite direction. So it's going to make that a little easier. Uh, when it's immediate though, sometimes it's going to be harder to pull off because that means they are probably right in the room with you. So basically, you run if you can, hide if you have to, and fight if there's no other option. Okay? When you're running, if you can pick up anything that could be some type of cover, okay, you're in a school environment, uh, you have your, your backpack or something with some books in it, then you can have that and kind of put that in between you and the gunman and take off running. You'd be surprised what heavy textbooks can stop I mean, in reality, there are stories of even, like, laptops, like, stopping a bullet or at least slowing it down enough where it would have been a fatal shot but was not. Um, 
so even like a, just a thin laptop has has just somehow stopped a bullet. So, you know, you got to think about anything you can do to put yourself put in between you and the shooter. Um, and then you're moving from one area that's unsafe to a safer area. We were talking about that. Hide. You were already discussing that with cover versus concealment and stuff like that. Um, Just the really important thing to note about any active shooter situation is there is never going to be just a perfect opportunity no. to do anything. There's never going to be a perfect opportunity. What you're looking for is one that will be good enough and possibly give you a chance to get out, you know? Yeah. And another thing you said was fight if you have to. If there are opportunities for you to get out and away from the entire situation, just taking that as quickly as you can. Just being able to get out. Right. So, and, and that's the what the FBI says to everybody. There are certain people that are going to be more willing to take the fight to them. Um, for instance, if I'm ever in a situation where there is an active shooter, I know that my guilt, my personal guilt, is going to be worse if I had all of that training to stop an active shooter and I did nothing while other people died. Yeah, I think the I thing you have to think about in that situation is the opportunity. Yeah. For, if you have the training and the opportunity. Yeah. that's so. For me, I'd be more likely than another person to stay if I saw an opportunity to be able to fight them and possibly let just to minimize some of the damage yeah you know but that's that's a personal decision you know Mm -hmm. most people should just run and i probably should just run yeah (laughs) but for me i feel like i would have a hard time living knowing that i've trained for that and i didn't do anything while other innocent people i understand i understand um we talked several weeks back about where uh, my wife and I were in that situation, and I just happened to be sitting behind somebody that I was a little weary of, but I did not just leave. And if he, this person had stopped, had stood up and pulled a gun out or anything like that, I was fully prepared to fight because I felt like number one, like you said, I had the training. Uh, number two, though, I was in a perfect position and I had the perfect opportunity to actually do something. If we were on the other side of the room, my tactics would have changed. It would have been at that point in time get my wife out of there. You know, do everything I can to get my my wife out there and anybody else that I could get out of there. And I would not have because there was no way that I could have fought ever distance with somebody with a gun. Now, there is one thing that we have learned, and then we're talking with the run, and we're kind of jumping all over this run, hide, fight thing. Uh, but when looking at the run, there is one thing that we didn't really discuss, and this is the one thing that I think since, uh, as a firearms instructor, and now as, as you ladies are around more and more in that instructor kind of mode, you see really quickly that people tend to suck at shooting. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and hitting a moving target is not that easy. Everybody and it's watches movies. Usually, not super and... trained shooters. That exactly, are the ones not as easy as a video game. Right. So, people look at movies and think that oh, that's man, you take that shot and you're like 50 yards away. You take the shot with a pistol and you know 
that person's gone down and everything else. And this just doesn't work that way because usually it takes lots and lots and lots of training to be able to shoot something like that. Most active shooter situations are with a pistol, mm -hmm. not with a rifle or a shotgun. You know, for the most part, it's a pistol because pistols are easier to sneak into places. Pistols are easier to uh, just move from one magazine to the next or one pistol to the next or whatever. It's even harder to hit a moving target with a pistol than it is another type of gun. And if you're running, you're looking for escape or cover would be your second option. Concealment is your third. And the next thing, like you said, the blind spot. We, if we can let them go past us, if this is some type of progressive situation, we're already hidden or something that they just don't see us and they go past us, there is this funnel. This funnel that everybody sees in. We all live in this 10 to 2 kind of area. So if you envision a clock and 12 o'clock is directly in front of you, 10 to 2 is where you see. Okay? Once you're outside of there, 10 to 2, uh, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot easier for you to make a move and get out of there. So that's another thing to think about in that area and in that case. Uh, there's one more thing we're going to discuss, and we, we teach this when we do this to corporations and not security teams. This is not a security team kind of thing. So if you're taking a general group at a church or a business or a corporation, we teach this. Basically, if we were to like be trying to run out as a group, if everybody just kind of like runs, then you're kind of spread out a little bit. And if you just kind of spray bullets in there, you can hit a lot more people. What you're trying to do in a group is you're going to try to minimize your targets. Okay. Know that some people are probably going to get shot. You take your group. So decide who that will be beforehand. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, to an extent. I know. Okay. But it sounds so bad. It does sound horrible, but because we're talking if you about active shooters. Like the bare bones of what it is. It sounds really bad. It does. Terrible. But here's the deal. Okay, let's say it is a group of us, and we are somewhere. There is an active shooter. Okay, I am going to volunteer to be between someone and that shooter. It's my personality. Okay, I'm not going to be much help in that sense. It's going to go straight <laughs> through me, and I'm not covering anybody. Because <laughs> you're the size of a toothpick. I'll just, okay. be, I'll just be the diversion, the one that's fighting them for the gun so other people can escape. So, well, that's the well, only I'm not even talking about that useful. at the moment. Let's say we're trying to get out of there at this point in time. I mean, I so could be we, a runner going and we getting create this, outside. We create this group. Where you have certain people that have volunteered, I I am I'm going to be here. I will stand in between this person and my child. I will stand between that person and my wife. I will stand between that person and you know whoever. Okay, let's say if you have seven people, we put three people nearest to the gunman. Okay, on the outside of them, we put the people you know three people that you're trying to protect, and at the back you put somebody that is just like. They're at the very back, and they are, you know, with like a hand on each shoulder of the last two people. That back person knows there's a chance they're going to get shot. The three people on the inside knows there's a chance they're going to get shot. Three people on the outside, their, their chances of getting out of there and not getting shot is much, much better than everybody else. You know, at least you're protecting some. You know, and it's horrible. I understand that. And, yeah, you're setting some people up to get shot. But is it better for four people to possibly take uh, shots there and to protect those three what maybe kids yeah 
Another thing you want to do is, and we're kind of blending into the fight a little bit here, is you look for a blind spot. If you know it's a progressive type of shooting and somebody is coming this way, then you can kind of set two or three people behind a door or something like that. And that way when that person comes through, the active shooter comes through, they just completely bum rush them. If you just imagine for a moment, you're sitting there and all of a sudden you see, because most people don't walk around with a gun really, really close to them, they extend it out. You know, we've talked about robberies and stuff like that. People like extend the gun out over a counter. So if somebody comes walking through a doorway, the gun's extended out. The gun's going to come through the doorway before the person will. And then that first person, their only job is to grab the gun and point it to the ceiling. And then the next two, three people come in behind that person and start beating that person and take them to the floor. Uh, we were training security team. I was just training a security team not that long ago, and that was one of the things that we were working on. I had one person come through. They had, I think we gave them like a, a training rifle. And they come through the doorway, and one person goes boom and grabs the gun and points it up, and the next person dives for the leg and take them down. Um, and then, like I said, you can have somebody else just kind of beating them with a fire hydrant or anything else that they find. <laughs> so, you know, that works. Chairs. Bat. You really like chairs Battle. and bats, you don't you? Say a fire hydrant? I mean, not a fire hydrant, a fire uh, extinguisher. Beating them with a fire hydrant. <laughs> hey, whatever you have available, okay? <laughs> so, rip that fire hydrant just out of the concrete grab my and beat them. fire hydrant. <laughs> now, my problem with a lockdown idea. Okay, is you're trapping literally everyone. You are trapping everybody in rooms. Okay, that's number one. Number two is this: when you have a lockdown procedure, and I don't. Let's go say a business because I don't want to take a think about this as a school. But when you have a lockdown business, a, a lockdown procedure to business or anything like that, you lock the doors and you have somebody who's like, "Oh crap, they got stuck out in the halls. Nobody's opening the door to let them in." Because they know that if you let them in, that there's a possibility that the gunman can come in. So, so procedures on that is once the door's shut and locked, it's locked down. And you do not open it for anybody. That was now, something that scared me whenever I was volunteering in like second grade classrooms um, at a school. is because I knew that the whole thing was... There were lockdown procedures? Yeah, that's where it, the way it is in most schools. Yeah. Pretty much every school. Like, yeah. No one tries to get outside or leave. It's lockdown. I'm over here like, if you try to lock me in this room, I'm busting a window. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am taking that desk and I am shoving it through that window and we are going outside. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, I know more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're locking like, everybody. Try to get me to stay in this room. You're locking everybody in one room. And a lot of times it's just by a simple door lock which can be you know fairly easily defeated and then you, you especially if the door has a window like yes. you can just go through the window and unlock it from the other side or yes anything. so you know you have all these problems with the lockdown procedure and then like i said the we go back to the idea of once the room's locked down it's locked down and nobody running up and down the halls are they going to let in mm-hmm. at least they're not supposed to because if they do, they're now now opening everybody else in that room up to the throat of the gunman. So, I don't like lockdown procedures. I you just don't, don't. But I understand that also, unless they are going to start training people, seriously, seriously training some of these people to do it, they feel like that's the only option they have. But, like, especially for a business, 
train your people. People should train teachers on how to do something. Like I agree. That. I agree one hundred percent on that one. But even though this wasn't really a lighthearted event, just know that you do have a chance. If you do have to ever fight uh, an armed person, that you absolutely can, even if you do not have a weapon on your person. Yeah. Um, there have been numerous cases where people have been able to. But the biggest thing is just to get the training in it. Um, it does help if you have some kind of force multiplier tool or something like that. Yeah. Um, and if you're interested in something like that, you can check out Atomic Bear. Um, if you use our coupon code Impact Defense, you can get 20% off. But like I said, just get training. Whatever tool you get, whatever, anything like that you get, train with it. Um, find sh training specifically for active shooter situations if this is something that does worry you. The biggest way to overcome something like this worrying you is to get training on how to handle it. If you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, and write a review. Today we have a review from Claude Johnson. He says, best podcast show. We get better knowledge about self-defense. Thank you, Claude. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you very much for watching or listening. Uh, thank you, Lily, for joining us on the podcast. She's like, I just kind of sat here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> She's taking over Kylie's role. <laughs> yeah, now that Kylie's talking more, we need somebody to just kind of sit here and stare at us while we're talking. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.